WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Some very different views on Capitol Hill about who's guilty of breaking the law as Democrats press forward with their probe of the Capitol riot. Select Committee Chairman Benny Thompson told the panel, Donald Trump wanted Mike Pence to do something no other vice president has ever done. But Republican Jim Banks says the hearings amount to a serious violation of the House's own rules. The American people know that this select committee is already a fraud. Democrats aren't investigating January 6th. That's already very abundantly clear. Republicans complain Democrats denied them the right to appoint their own committee members, leaving only well-known Trump detractors on the panel. Bob Agnew reporting. Stabbing incident at San Francisco International Airport. Police say one person now arrested after slightly injuring three people. No word on a motive. This is SRN News. Mark Levin wants to know where the progress is. The Democrat Party and the American Marxists are destroying this country from within. Why is it that they always have to change things? Why is it that they always have to fundamentally change things? Why is it that we always have to transition? Why don't they leave people alone? The most successful, free, prosperous nation on the face of the earth. And we're in decline. Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, coming to you from the Kirby and Christina Realty Studios. And do you want to quickly get caught up with the top stories of the day? Then you'll love uh, this new feature at am1280thepatriot.com. Click on host, choose one, then on the right side of the page you'll see listen to my views on blank. Simply fill in the blank and you'll find intelligent commentary on that subject. Hour 2 of the Narn with Pittsburgh is now. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. <laughs> now, here's your headline act. Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. It's a show that's making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Uh, welcome back for hour two. This, of course, the headliner edition since 2004, dominating Twin Cities weekend radio, which really means dominating all Twin Cities media. I mean, honestly, who else is there? Who, who else are you going to listen to? Uh, there's not many to listen to. Although, I have to say, for the some of the lesser stations out there, there's a lot of cool news going out there. Longtime fr- friend of this, uh, I wouldn't say necessarily of this broadcast, but a longtime uh, good acquaintance, Jason DeRussia, has left Channel 4 and has moved over to Afternoons at uh, the former Good Neighbor. Again, many have tried. No one's going to knock the Northern Alliance off the top. But uh, Jason DeRusha, of course, among the second rank of talk show hosts in the Twin Cities behind Brad, Jack, King, and I. One of the good ones. Uh, Say what you will, but uh, Jason DeRusha, one of the good guys, couldn't be happier to have him on Afternoon Drive at uh, the late, well, I guess they're still in existence. They're doing better than AM 950. We'll give them that. Uh, The 830, uh, they're out there right now. I mean. Why would you listen? You've got Sebastian Gorka. You've got uh, Officer Tatum. You got Ben Shapiro in the afternoon. But I mean, all if all of them are off the air because a transmitter's gone down, 
and your phone is no longer podcasting anything, check out DeRussia. What the heck? 651-289-4488. This is not an endorsement. No, serious. Congratulations, Jason DeRussia, uh, for uh, landing, landing the gig there. Look, that's... It's, it looks like it's got to be a lot more fun than doing TV, to be honest. I, I'm here to tell you, it's uh, doing talk radio is the coolest thing in the world. That's why I say the worst day on the air is uh, better than the best day off the air. I'm only partly joking. Uh, what is I saying? Oh, yeah, 651-289-4488, the number to call. You can also join me on Twitter, Gab, Parler, MeWe, and Getter uh, at the hashtag Narn Show. You can also watch the uh, live stream here on uh, the Northern Alliance Radio Network fan page on Facebook, uh, as a lot of people are. Casey uh, in Egan, I believe. Casey, welcome to the show. Brad is uh, fact-checking. We had a couple of people, by the way, on Twitter, as well as Brad on the Facebook page, point out, yes, I, I got the name wrong. It was Ann Richards. I, I figured out the problem here. I, uh, I, I, I mix up Ann Richards and Kay Bailey Hutchinson. God only knows why, but I do. Anyway, Ann Richards was the former and completely unlamented ex-governor of Texas, uh, the last Democrat governor they're likely to get in any of our lifetimes and probably our kids' lifetimes. Uh, who else is joining us live on the uh, on the chat here today? Wild in Texas, speaking of which, uh, yeah, uh, Wild, uh, uh, proprietor of the Wild Wilson Show, the finest broadcast, actually finest podcast in the business on the subject of the modern polka, uh, is is uh, watching today. Hey, Wild, uh, down in Texas. And, of course, Paul in Big Lake. Great to have you tuned in as well. Howdy to you. Uh, and sound off in the comments section on our uh, Facebook chat, if you want, at uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network on our fan page. Video stream. I finally got the video stream working again. Couldn't be happier. And, of course, good old-fashioned phone call, 651-289-4488. So, big news today. Just came out uh, a, little, a little bit, actually came out yesterday. Television production team that was in Washington to record a segment for The Late Show with Stephen Colbert was detained Thursday night in a House of Representatives building, according to a spokesman for the show. Seven people were charged after a disturbance was reported Thursday night at the Longworth House office building, the, the U.S. Capitol Police said Friday in a statement. The police statement gave no names or affiliations, and the public uh, police information uh, office, the police public information office, rather, declined to give details beyond what was in the statement. According to the statement, office uh, saw seven people in the sixth-floor hallway at a time when the building was closed to visitors. People were part of a group that had been directed by police to leave. They were charged with unlawful entry, according to a police statement. Uh, this is according to the Washington Post. Politico which is perhaps nowhere to the left or right of the Washington Post, uh, continues, yeah, Colbert staff detained at the Capitol after lawmaker interviews charged with unlawful entry. Uh, the production team was at the Capitol to record some, <clears throat> quote, comedy bits <laughs> at the Capitol. I suppose as long as you consider it within the context of the echo chamber, it is technically comedy in much the same spence, uh, sense that, that spam is technically meat. Actually, it is. Anyway, it's okay. Spam is better than Stephen Colbert, considerably better, especially when you fry it up. I, I, the jokes continue from there. I don't want to follow any of those threads. Back up. Quote, after leaving the members' offices on their last interview of the day, the production team stayed to film stand-ups and other final comedy <laughs> elements in the halls when they were detained by Capitol Police, the network said in a statement. According to the Capitol Police PIO, the uh, call for a disturbance in the Longfellow office building uh, unobserved, unescorted, without congressional ID in the hallway, uh, operating with complete uh, sense of entitlement, believing themselves to be above the law, apparently. And I have to figure it's because 
the media, which at large tends to be a public relations service for the Democratic Party, and late-night television, which has turned into, even more so, essentially a cheerleading uh, operation for Democrats. In fact, vast swaths of what used to be relatively nonpartisan or even just bipartisan in terms of the swipes they take, uh, media is is has been drifting to the right uh, to the left to the extent that it's unlistenable. I haven't watched late night TV since Craig Ferguson left the air. Now, Craig Ferguson, by the way, for those of you who recall, a Scottish American, very proud to be an American citizen. And did a late-night talk show that was just gloriously weird and very Scottish-American and and took shots at absolutely everyone. It was a little bit like South Park with a brogue and less obscenity and less pushing the edges, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Craig Ferguson was an equal opportunity, mild offender. Brilliant comedian, by the way. Uh, for the, you can find him out on YouTube still if you miss his show. There's uh, still uh, still old Craig Ferguson show bits that are out there. His interviews were largely pure genius. Uh, one of my favorite interviewers in all of late night comedy. So, of course, he's gone. He's been replaced by uh, toadies like uh, Craig, uh, was it, Jimmy Kimmel and uh, who else? I don't even know any of them anymore. You got Seth... Uh, Seth uh, Seth Myers, there you go. You've got the guy who replaced Leno. I don't remember his name. I, I don't. I don't even care anymore. And uh, the worst of all, Stephen Colbert, who annoyed me to no end when he did. Well, he made he he achieved fame as a bad spoof of Bill O'Reilly, and that's what the Colbert rapport was. And uh, it, it was annoying and and cloying then. And now that he's left behind the 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 veil of so-called satire that made him famous he's just got even more insufferable but i can see why he sent his staff to washington along with perhaps the most played out bit in the history of american comedy triumph the insult dog i mean <laughs> every bit gets 15 minutes of fame and triumph the insult dog is in our 47 of its 15 minutes of fame. Retire the dog, people. Anyway, perhaps they're doing this to draw attention away from that other spectacle at the Capitol. Uh, Kyle Smith in National Review writes, across all networks, something like 20 million people tuned into the opening night of the January 6th hearings in Congress. The supposed blockbuster video was going to change everything. I guessed at the time, says Kyle Smith, that only a handful of political obsessives were paying attention. Now we've got several days of polling data, and if the needle moved, these eyes can't detect it. In three polls listed on Real Clear Politics quizzing voters starting last Friday, the generic congressional ballot has been Democrats plus two, Republicans plus four, Republicans plus three. Democrats have had an outright lead in this poll dozens of times this year, albeit only one time this month. So not much has changed there. Democrats typically need a large lead in the generic ballot to win in Congress. If it's close, Republicans take the House. As for President Biden's job approval rating, his RCP average in the polls is at 39.6. In polls that started since last Friday, his approval rating has notched a 40, 44, 40, 39, and 43. So Biden is one-tenth of a point above his all-time low, which he hit last Thursday. Do, is Kyle Smith asking, do you see a January 6th bounce? I don't. 
The Democrats have been trying to make hay of it all year. And voters don't seem to be paying it much mind. And this, I, I, I will say this before, and, I, and I, I get some spirited discussion from members of this audience. Uh, Trump's opposition, uh, Trump's, Trump's election is rigged, election stolen line did immense damage to, well, to Trump. And the riot did immense damage to, to everyone involved with it. By the way, I, I'm going to push back at those who call it an insurrection. An insurrection is the Viet Cong or the American Revolution or, uh, or, or any, any uprising that has a chance, even theoretical, of taking down its target. The, the, the word insurrection would have us believe that a, a group of people, some of whom behaved quite badly, some of whom were motivated by some stupid things like the idea that the election was completely rigged and stolen. Uh, we'll come back to that in a moment here. Uh, we're, we're going to overthrow the government then and there with five guns. This idea, by the way, that's how many people have been charged with gun possession among the insurgents at the insurrection on January 6th. Five of them. So these hundreds of people armed with five guns were going to climb over the Secret Service, who, by the way, have as close as anyone in the world to licenses to kill if anyone gets close to Mike Pence, and thence overthrow the government of the most powerful military in the world after climbing over the combined police forces of the United States Capitol Police and Washington, D.C., and the entire United States military and the all of federal law enforcement. If it's in, This was an insurgency in exactly the same sense as I'm going out on a third date with Anna Kendrick. It's big talk, exceedingly unlikely. It was a riot. It was a stupid riot. It was a stupid riot in service of the notion that there are some irregularities out there, perhaps with elections. But every time Donald Trump needed to come up with a uh, actual justification for this, every time he went to court, with the exception of Wisconsin and Pennsylvania, his case got laughed out of court. They brought nothing. I'm someone who does not trust the establishment on many things, but by God, if you're going to come to court saying you're going to release the Kraken, bring a flippin' Kraken, for the love of God. You can't disappoint us every single time and not have it held against you. It just is not going to work. Anyway, the uh, President Biden, of course, is in uh, polling freefall. All of the issues are rolling up against him here. Let's talk a little bit about the gaslighting going on. Not so much about January 6th. We've talked about that amply on this broadcast. Let's come back to some other uh, gaslighting. It's being directed directly at you via the institutions that deliver gaslighting to the audience, the Star Tribune. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
How would you like to redecorate your office or home with beautiful Minnesota photographs for half the regular price? This station is partnered with award-winning Twin Cities photographer Wayne Moran for this special half-price offer. Choose $5,000 of Wayne's iconic images and you'll pay half price, just $2,500. There's only one of these special redecorating offers available. So call the radio station now at 651-289-4413. That's 651-289-4413. Hello, fellow patriots. We'd like to introduce you to GTS HVAC. Hi, it's Tamara and Greg from GTS. We know you have a lot of great choices when it comes to heating, ventilation, and air conditioning companies. Even though we've been in business for 18 years, we haven't done a lot of advertising. So you might ask, why are we on this station? We believe it's important to stand up for our values and support those who do the same. If you'd like to work with someone like-minded, please give us a call at GTS HVAC. We're interested in long-term relationships and know that if we do the job right, you'll invite us back. So be sure to check our online reviews. GTS HVAC is a woman-owned business and family-operated. Contact us now for your spring AC tune-up, and we'll give you a free coffee card. We work on commercial buildings and businesses, too. GTS HVAC, your Ream Pro partner in the Twin Cities. Building systems that perform. Happy to be on The Patriot and online at gtshvac.com. Giving it your all on the court? Make sure you have the right partner by your side. Highlands Leg Cramps Quick Dissolve Tablets, America's number one leg cramp relief solution for over 10 years. No water needed, no stomach upset, just fast, effective relief. Also available in caplets. Highlands Leg Cramps, yes. to healthy competition and beyond. Available at Walmart, Walgreens, and CVS. Claims based on traditional homeopathic practice, not accepted medical evidence, not FDA evaluated. Does your pressure washer hose have any exposed wire? Replace it now before somebody gets hurt. Go to AmericanPressure.com and shop for pressure washer hoses and other accessories today. Same day shipping from our Minnesota warehouse. From hoses to nozzles, we have the accessories you need to keep running. Make sure to visit AmericanPressure.com. Hey, it's David McKnight, host of the Power of Zero radio show, heard right here every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. on The Patriot. Learn my secrets about retiring successfully, plus strategies designed to pay zero in taxes from my best-selling book, The Power of Zero. Investment advisory services offered through POZ Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. AM twelve eighty, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, watch the documentary. Literally everyone's talking about 2,000 mules. Our very own Dinesh D'Souza exposes the widespread voter fraud we all knew happened in the 2020 elections. Now there's hard evidence through cell phone geo-tracking and surveillance footage. We can now see the mules at work in five key states where the election was decided. So you can see how it happened, see who did it, see how we can prevent it from happening again. You can stream it right now at SalemNow.com. It's a place to go for all the great streaming. By the way, it's produced by Salem Media Group. It's so compelling, we made the movie. Check it out, SalemNow.com. 
The number to call should you care to join us here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You can also join us on Twitter, Gab, Parler, MeWe, and Getter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N show if you prefer to engage via writing. And, of course, uh, our live stream going on right now, even as we speak, on the Northern Alliance fan page on Facebook in case you'd like to have your radio with a little bit of video on the side. Hey, I'm waving to you if you're watching right now. This is so cool. This did not happen while I got started in radio. Speaking of which, uh, yeah, the real quick politics average is showing uh, Joe Biden in a little bit of trouble. Uh, one of the things that, uh, by the way, and, and this is regarding an awful lot of complaints that people have about the way the country is going. Because you may recall the first three years of the Trump administration were marked by mean tweets, more mean tweets, uh, a generally good economy, mean tweets. Uh, complete, I mean, heavy slashing of the uh, regulatory state. I mean, a goal that Trump had when he took office was eliminate one pointless regulation every day, and he del- largely delivered on it. He had the most conservative cabinet of my lifetime, at least when he got started. Mean tweets. Uh, by the way, unfortunately, he, he, <laughs> he did not get along well with his cabinet, so virtually every cabinet office turned over at least once during his time in office, but uh, he had that. Bean tweets, uh, th- uh, of course, uh, great Supreme Court nominees. I mean, he delivered that. I, that that's all I cared for. I, I had no expect- expectations of Donald Trump except the hope that he would get a chance to appoint some good conservatives to the Supreme Court. And th- on that, he delivered. On that alone, I would have thought Trump's presidency acceptable when, I first, uh, when he first took office. That was my approach to Donald Trump, a person of whom I have been a, cord- a vocal non-fan for, since the 1980s. And that alone made his presidency break even. Above all the mean tweets, among all the, the crazy with the, the, the cabinet and so forth, uh, that alone was, was, was a winner for me. And then you throw in the good economy, the deregulation, the uh, conquering for a moment there of the immigration crisis. I mean, the, for a while there, the border was actually fairly under control. Put another way, this nation's sovereignty was successfully defended. The, like so many issues, the, the, the promise to build the wall uh, was similar to the promise of a school saying, Somebody on our staff might be armed, so if you're thinking about doing a spree killing, someone here might be able to end you from surprise. Uh, so be careful, which is why people don't uh, launch spree killings as a general rule in places where people might be armed. People don't cross borders where there is a will to stop them, or at least they're less likely to do it. By the way, I, I used to say back in the day that if uh, some parts of the Texas-Mexico border uh, if people make the crossing, they should be awarded citizenship and perhaps find some sniveling Gen Z to send back to Mexico. Uh, upper middle class Oberlin graduate to, to ship out uh, to make room for them. I think that would be a fair trade. I'm not talking about the people who cross at El Paso or Nuevo Laredo or McAllen, where they have to cross over the border and within 100 yards they're in America at safety. No, I'm talking about people who cross from across the New Mexico desert where it's a 40, 50-mile walk between settlements to get from the Mexican side to any human habitation on the uh, on the New Mexico side. Anybody who makes that hike, uh, I think, deserves to be an American citizen. At any rate, it matters not. 
So during the Trump presidency, we had all of those things. We had mean tweets and a certain amount of schizophrenia on some issues, uh, especially vis-a-vis the cabinet. I mean, when you have Secretary of Defense Mattis leaving office, or, uh, office after a year under a hail of invective like he did, something is something, there's a bit of a screw loose there. But nonetheless, it was a good time to be an average middle-class American in an awful lot of ways. That's a, there's a reason that more black and Latino voters voted Republican in 2020 than in any election since 1960, because before the pandemic, the economy actually improved for them. And by the way, with, with the supply of cheap, illegal labor crossing the border cut off, their wages improved. The pocket, as, uh, as, as was said during the Clinton administration, it's the economy, stupid. You make the economy better for people, they will pay you back politically. Now, there were, there were some downsides to the Trump administration, that whole period uh, of after the election where he's claiming the election was stolen but not quite bringing the evidence at the time, or where he told Republicans in Georgia to stay home because the election was rigged, thus costing us the Senate and putting us in the predicament we're in right now. Yeah, that was that was Trump's fault. It was stupid of him to do. At any rate, uh, we, we now have President Joe Biden, and every time you criticize Biden for all the things that are, are they're hammering his popularity with voters, especially working class and minority voters in, in increasing numbers, Democrats will turn to say, oh, for example, on gas prices, wow, oh, the president doesn't control gas prices. And they're literally correct. They're literally correct. There is not a knob in the Oval Office that the president turns to change gas prices. He doesn't control gas prices. He does control the executive branch. Within the executive branch are the regulatory authorities that have been denying drilling permits willy-nilly all across the country. I mean, yeah, they will say, hey, drilling is up 1%. Yeah, but the need for gas is up beyond that, well beyond that. And you haven't approved a new refinery in 46 years in this country. Literally, the newest oil, significant oil refinery in this country is 46 years old because of progressive regulators in the executive branch that Joe Biden controls. So, no, they're correct when they say that Joe Biden doesn't control prices for gas in the sense that there's a knob in the Oval Office that makes those numbers keep spinning up and up and up and up. And he doesn't directly control the supply chain in the sense that he is not out there making schedules for truck drivers and making schedules for longshoremen in Long Beach. But he is the head of the executive branch who's uh, been pumping money into the economy so that there's massive demand for goods and services, but nobody to do the work. And the, the other elements of the executive branch that have been stymieing vast swaths of economic activity uh, because of environmental concerns, which is why we haven't had a new uh, oil refinery in 45 years, why we haven't had a new nuclear reactor of any kind in this country, at least in a production sense, in over 40 years, why uh, natu- uh, why oil and gas production 
has been largely stonewalled. Hey, they're issuing permits. Uh, they're, they're, they're issuing leases. Yeah, but they're not giving permits to do the drilling on those leases. And that's the executive branch that Joe Biden controls. So they will tell you out of one side of their mouth, the president doesn't control this. And they're technically right. They will, they'll be, they're technically right when they say the president has little to no control over supply chains, but he's, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, just, he's basically just a, a, a little packing peanut before the winds of war and greed and the market and American selfishness talking to you now when they're talking to democrat voters uh, of, of, of who they can count on to have no critical thinking skills whatsoever however it's a whole different story uh full page ad came out in the star tribune this past week with pictures of four people president biden administrator michael regan senator klobuchar and representative angie craig his ad was taken out. And by the way, people were saying, oh, this is the Star Tribune. It's just a leftist rag. No, it's a full-page ad that was paid for by a group called <clears throat> Growth Energy, which, by the way, is a, a nonprofit uh, pressure group that favors energy that stymies growth. But nonetheless, they are for growth energy in the same that, the way that the People's Democratic Republic of Korea is a People's Democratic Republic. You get what I'm saying here. And the ad reads as follows. And I quote, thank you, President Joe Biden, Administrator Michael Regan, Senator Amy Klobuchar, and Representative Angie Craig for lowering gas prices for American families and bolstering our energy security with more biofuels. <laughs> so when they're arguing with you and I, they say, ah, it's not our fault. Nothing the president could do about it. When they're talking to the, let's just say, insufficiently reasoned people that vote for them. It's another whole story. They're lowering gas prices. They've always lowered gas prices, Winston. Low prices are high prices, Winston. Northern Alliance, go nowhere. We'll be right back. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. 
I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and start getting cash back in every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an extra $0.25 per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. That's promo code SALEM. Remember, use promo code Salem for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. Dennis Prager with Mike Hilborn, owner of Roof to Deck Restoration, the experts at cleaning and maintaining decks and fences. Mike, cleaning, staining, and restoring a wood deck correctly takes knowledge and experience. Tell people how Roof to Deck can help. Dennis, as you know, we have a five-step cleaning and staining process. First, we apply a wood cleaner. Second, we wash the deck with low pressure. Because wood is soft, low pressure is very important. Next, we apply a neutralizer to brighten the wood. Then we let the wood dry. When we return, we use a moisture meter to test the wood to make sure it is dry. Finally, we seal the deck by hand. We do not use sprayers. What if it rains? Well, unlike the homeowner who is forced to do it on the weekend, we wait for dry weather, which means you get great results. Learn more by watching some of our videos at RoofToDeck.com. That's RoofToDeck.com. For a free quote, call 651-699-3504. Call now through Thursday and receive $100 off your project of $1,000 or more. AM 12A, The Patriot. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Don't forget Brad Carlson coming up tomorrow, 1 to 3. Jack Tomzak coming up at the top of the hour here, 3 till 5, doing the voodoo he does. I always look forward to Jack's show. Uh, the guy who knows where the bodies are buried, political speaking, here in Minnesota. And, of course, King Banyan, Saturday mornings, 9 to 11 at AM 1440, The Businessman. Hey, don't forget... Can stand with Israel on a 10-day adventure you will remember for the rest of your life and probably your kids' lives as well. The Stand with Israel Tour, November 30th through December 9th. Explore over 40 iconic sites, including uh, the entire Galilee region, the Jordan River Valley, Jerusalem, and more, while receiving expert insight on the land and historic locations. I'm waiting till they do the Golan Heights. Long story, you had to be there. At any rate, you'll be joined by Dinesh D'Souza and Sebastian Gorka, who will be broadcasting live on the trip and ensuring this is the most memorable trip that you could possibly have. Register today and see the full itinerary at am12athepatriot.com. That's the Stand With Israel Tour. It's going to happen this year. No more of these COVID uh, uh, cancellations. I have a hunch we're good to go. So so we're, we're talking about the, the idea that uh, Democrats say one thing when they're talking with people with critical thinking skills and another when they're talking to their voters. V's of E, how they tell tell you and I, oh, the president has no control over the supply chain or about oil and gas prices or food prices. And yet they take out an ad like uh, the group Clean Energy, uh, sorry, Growth Energy, uh, took out this past week in the Star Tribune thanking the president and Administrator Michael Reagan and Senator Amy Klobuchar and Representative Angie Craig for, and I quote, lowering gas prices for American families. Where are they getting this cheap gas? Where has the price gone down? It's gone down nowhere. What it is, by the way, is trying to get the people who don't think that critically about things to turn out for for who? For Biden? Well, Biden's not on the ballot. 
Amy Klobuchar, she's not on the ballot this year, and she's got to be thanking her lucky stars. Angie Craig, however, is on the ballot, and she's scared. She's not saying she's scared, but she's scared. And you know why she's scared? You can tell the internal polls are really, really bad in the Angie Craig campaign, or at least nowhere near where they should be for an incumbent in a district that has voted for her in a couple of races now. Because she started advertising running expensive TV ads on morning television two months ago. Nobody does that. The only time you do that is if you really are running up a long hill. I think Tyler Kistner has a great chance of sending her back to human resources where she belongs and, uh, and, and getting rid of her. So this, this is why you have these just, for, for lack of a better term, thud-wittingly stupid ads appearing uh, uh, from these members of the nonprofit industrial complex like Growth Energy, which in their ad clearly are supporting the idea of more ethanol fuel, which is easily the least efficient clean energy supply there is. We should be building nuclear reactors. We should be drilling for natural gas. We should be doing anything but ethanol fuel, which is... I mean, it produces more carbon uh, because you have to grow it. And, and growing it is a oil-intensive exercise. You have tractors to, uh, running around the fields at every step of the process. You have to use energy to distill the corn into ethanol, which then gets mixed in with the refined gasoline, which, again, takes more fossil fuels or energy of some kind at any rate. All of that, it's... it's uh, Growth energy. Anyway, doesn't matter because they're talking to people who don't have the critical uh, thinking skills it takes. Uh, if, if critical thinking were gasoline, they couldn't drive a motorcycle around the inside of a Cheerio. That's how bad they are at this. I was thinking about this, by the way, as I was talking about the, the uh, I was looking back at the story we talked about in the first hour about Myra Flores uh, winning the special election in Texas 34 and going to Congress as the first Mexican-born congresswoman fairly the first Mexican-born congressperson, as a conservative Republican woman who ran on God's God, guns, guts, and controlling immigration in the Rio Grande Valley, in the most second most Latino district in America. And how, as Brad Carlson pointed out in his phone call, she is already being referred to as yet another brown face of white supremacy because as Berg's 16th law points out, there is nothing that the left hates more than one of, quote, their, end quote, people uh, leaving the camp and thinking for themselves, whether they are women, whether they are minorities, whether they're gay, it doesn't matter. Any of them leaves the, the, the plantation, as it were. There is nothing they hate worse than an apostate. And uh, Myra Flores checks off two of those. I mean, she's Latina. So she should be a Democrat, and she's a woman. So any woman who's not a Democrat isn't really a woman after all. And I started me thinking, there's one area. I mean, Republicans have been, I was going to say bad, but not necessarily bad at winning the culture war. We're just a lot more subtle about it than people like me would like. For example, there's a strong case to be made that gun rights have, if not won the culture war, or at least in a very strong position to put it away in the near future if we're, if, if we're, if we're not stupid or if the Democrats are. 
I mean, we, we've come so far in the last 35 years. I'm just amazed when people say gun rights are, are, are on the on the skids here. We're going to lose everything if we're not careful. Well, we always we always have to keep our eye on the ball. But if you compare gun rights with where they were 35 years ago when I first became an activist, night and day, folks, things are so much better now than they used to be. And they're better because people like you and I put our eye on the ball and kept it there. And we have to keep it there because playing defense is not how you win the game. But that's one aspect of the culture war Republicans have done really well at. Another one is taking uh, their terminology away from them in many cases. For example, in the 1980s, the term liberal turned into kind of a dirty word. The term liberal should not be a dirty word. Small l liberal should mean you like freedom. You like one person, one vote. You like you know, the, the values of Western civilization. You, you, you don't like dictators. That's not a liberal. You don't like, you don't like to have a king uh, appointed by divine right governing you. That's liberal in the classical sense of the term. But capital L liberal, of course, meant Democrat. And for a while there in the 1980s and early 1990s, liberal became kind of a dirty word to the point where you had the occasional late night TV spoof uh, sounding like Elephant Man going, I am not a liberal. It became kind of a kind of a third rail for people on the left. The point on the far left today, liberal is a dirty word. Well, that was you and me, folks. Another term, political correctness. Going back to the 1980s, that's how you referred, that's not how you, that's how they, the left, referred to someone who exhibited goodthink. They were politically correct. And we conservatives, I'm talking about those of us who were around and active in the, in the social aspects of politics back then, back when I was, to the best of my knowledge, the only conservative talk radio host in the Twin Cities punk music scene. Uh, sort of, sort of abused the term political correctness until it became a, a term of parody, which it is to this day. I mean, the the left ran away from that. There's no such thing as political correctness. You made that up. They, that was that was it throughout the '90s. You made that up. No, you made it up. We took it from you and trashed it. You're welcome. The term woke, by the way, seems to be headed down that same trajectory. The term woke was considered quite a compliment among the, I don't know, the the socially blubbering set uh, over the last 10 years or so. And now it's been shown, it's had the spotlight shown on it for the last five or six years. And people on the left are starting to edge away from the term woke. There'll be something else soon. Don't worry. CRT. It's starting its way down that trajectory here. It's been a, uh, it's it's been a, a, a high concept term for quite some time here, and now it's been uh, framed accurately by the right to the point where people on the left are starting to say, "Hey, there's really no such thing as CRT," or "That's a that's a law school and grad school sociology subject, not something we teach to kids." CRT is becoming a dirty term in society at large. Partly through overuse and abuse on the left, partly by gleeful framing and misappropriation on the right. And to which I say, congratulations, all of us on the right. Jobs well done in every case. And I'm thinking, with a little bit of luck and a few more episodes like the likes of Larry Elder 
and uh, Walter William, the late Walter Williams, and and uh, Justice Thomas, and Myra Flores, being referred to as the brown or black faces of white supremacy, that we're going to be able to do the same thing with that term. With the term, but but with with the blanket use of the term white supremacy to essentially refer to someone, I need to shout down, log roll, and shame from the public stage so I can get everything I want. So I'm going to call you a vile, nasty name, equating you with the Ku Klux Klan, so you shut up and get out of my legislative way and give me everything I'm asking for. Which is, by the way, what the term is for. That is all the term is for racism and white supremacy, other than the cases where you can actually say, OK, someone actually did something to disparage or oppress someone really literally directly based on their race or something else about them. Other than that, it is log rolling. It is gaslighting. It is abuse. It's the kind of stuff where if one spouse did it to another, it would be actionable. But this is just society. And so as we did with terms like liberal or PC or woke or CRT, Bit by bit, it's time for people like you and I to do the same thing with that particular little bit of log rolling, gaslighting, and verbal abuse. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Go nowhere, ladies and gentlemen. One more segment to go, which means the fun is still just beginning. AM 12A, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Hi, I'm Kendall. I was young, single, barely getting by and facing an unplanned pregnancy. How was I going to take care of a baby when I could barely take care of myself? I was faced with a decision, stop the pregnancy or bring a baby into my crazy circumstances. That's when my sister found Robbinsdale Women's Center. They welcomed me with no judgment and changed my perspective on being a mom. They gave me the hope and confidence I needed. At my 20-week ultrasound, I was shocked to see two heartbeats. I will be forever grateful for everyone at RWC. My twin boys, Sean and Christian, are my biggest blessings. Our goal at Robbinsdale Women's Center is to give accurate information on all pregnancy choices. All services are provided at no cost with no government funding. We rely on people like you who value women and their unborn babies. Since 1992, thousands of babies have been given the gift of life. Please donate today at rwcinfo.org. Thank Thank you for helping our mom, RWC. At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt. You think about new business all the time and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call 
and appointment procurement professional. That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face-to-face audience with key decision makers to investigate win-win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, call me, Nick Anderson, General Manager at 651-289-4408 or visit us at am1280thepatriot.com. Up, down, sideways? Where does the stock market go from here? More importantly, are you prepared with your investment portfolio for whatever direction we head? Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be discussing five investment mistakes you're making right now. Mistakes that could cost you your retirement. Alan Mike have solutions and strategies for you. Make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike. Noon Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot. Or call them now at 855-231-6010. A journey to Israel this November will impact you forever. Join Sebastian Gorka, Dinesh D'Souza, and our trusted travel partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours, for 10 life-changing days. Register today at StandWithIsraelTour.com. AM twelve eighty, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Oh, yeah. Today is Paul McCartney's birthday. Paul McCartney turns 80 today. And doesn't look a day over 50. Holy cow. I mean, I guess if you're a billionaire, you can afford to do anything. But yeah, Paul McCartney, who, great article by Kyle Smith was last week. I think that's my third Kyle Smith reference in one week here on AM, uh, on one show here. He's the underrated Beatle in every possible way. I mean, he was, uh, everyone genuflects to John Lennon as the smart Beatle. And I, as a guitar player, frankly, have always been a George Harrison fan because he's a great guitar player, and George Harrison's solo albums, just, I loved them. Many of them, most of them. This Too Shall Pass, amazing record. Paul McCartney, extremely underrated, including his work with Wings in the 70s, which I know when I was a young attitude-clogged teenager. I thought, oh, Paul McCartney and Wings, that's that's just pop music. He had some terrible records over the years, or not great records. And yet, he's, uh, he's, he's had some incredible music, even since the Beatles, even since the 70s. Run, Devil, Run, Trip Back to His Roots, an amazing record. I... I the, the Kyle Smith piece in uh, National Review, excellent, uh, excellent read for those of you who want to follow up on, on uh, Paul McCartney's history since the Beatles. Yes, he had a career after the Beatles. This song, one of them, by the way. I always love this one. You don't hear a lot of folk music with phalanxes of bagpipes behind them. And by God, this is one of those days where I could use one of these. Anyway, happy birthday, Sir Paul McCartney. Long may you. But he's still touring at age 80. And by the way... Uh, it's not entirely nostalgia to it. I mean, the Rolling Stones, God love them, and I do love the Rolling Stones. Uh, they're still touring well into their 80s in, in many respects. All the, the members who are left in the band anyway are still, uh, which is down to Mick Jagger, Keith Richard, and Ron Wood these days, uh, are still touring away in their 80s. But they haven't had an album out, a serious album in decades. And Paul McCartney is still putting out music. And, it's, and whether you like it or not, it's all original. He's still probing new frontiers or going back to old frontiers with a new uh, view on, on how to do it. And it's worth listening to, uh, unlike an awful lot of artists when they get into their, uh, well, an awful lot of artists when they get into their 30s and 40s and lose their muse uh, 
uh, and really uh, just kind of go out under the nostalgia circuit until they can't anymore. I'm looking at you, John Fogarty. Uh, God love you, man, but you haven't had an original idea since 1986. Uh, and it's OK. That's that's the bell curve for most musicians, most songwriters. You go through all your good ideas bright and early. There aren't many songwriters who can keep their mojo going for in the case of someone like Paul McCartney. 60 years. Literally, he has been in bands since the 1950s. He was start, His recording career started 60 years ago. And the Beatles need no introduction, clearly. And yet he is still vital and creative and bringing bringing new work to the table that you get to look at and think about you may not like it but by god he's 80 years old and still creative and that is something to salute whatever you think about him and and i've become more of a fan over the years uh, than less partly because george harrison's gone and i've got no other ex-beatles to 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 pay attention to well, they le- God left us with a good one. Happy birthday, Sir Paul McCartney. Uh, other news in the, uh, this past week, 50 years ago, yesterday was the 50th anniversary of the Watergate break-in. And if you're of a certain age, you remember that effect, uh, the effect that that episode had on American society. So, yeah, happy 50th uh, anniversary, Watergate. Uh, and beyond that, yeah. Anyway, happy birthday, uh, Paul McCartney. Uh Let's talk a little bit about civil rights. I got a few minutes here left today. There was a tweet by rather a representative Heather Adelson from Edina this past week that sort of captured the hysterical zeitgeist of today's liberals. I mean, they've got nothing to look forward to this fall. I mean, Heather Adelson in Edina will probably keep her office. But she tweeted this past week, and I, and I quote, 19 kids murdered by horrific violence. Well, no argument there. But then she goes on to say, I'm sick of hearing about gun owners' rights. What about the rights of those young kids to be safe in their own school? So help me, we must protect our communities and make addressing gun violence a priority. Let's focus on that first line. I'm sick of hearing about gun owners' rights. First of all, you don't get more freedom by taking freedom away from others. You don't. It's not a zero-sum proposition. In fact, it multiplies. You take away freedom from other people, you eventually lose it yourself. But there's something beyond that, something that I like to throw back at gun grabbers when they put out this, well, I'm sick of gun owners' rights, or what about the right to safety, or what my, uh, my favorite of all, my right not to get shot. Let me ask you a question. Would you say, I've got a right for my kitchen not to catch on fire? You could, but you'd be an idiot. You, you have a right to have a kitchen. But you have a responsibility to keep it from catching on fire. Would you say, I've got a right not to have my house hit by a tornado? That would be just mind-warpingly absurd. You have a right to own a house, most likely. But you have a responsibility to watch the sky, to turn on the radio, to look out for you and your family's safety. So, is there a right to safety? Is there a right not to get shot? No. You have a right to live. You've got a responsibility to keep people from getting hurt around you. Adults have a responsibility to protect children. Yes, children 
having no majority. They, they do have a right to live. But adults have a responsibility to protect them. And literally, none of the things Representative Adelson is demanding will live up to any part of that responsibility. Nothing. It is consequence-free babble that no one really needs to pay attention to, except that the idea that, there, that, that rights come without responsibilities is just such a toxic, ugly thing that will eventually, left unchecked, lead to the erosion of all rights. I mean, we have start having people talking about not rights to safety. You can make a case. It's wrong, but you can make a case. But when you start stretching that to, you have a right to housing, a right to health care, a right to food. No. You have a right to live. You have a responsibility to keep yourself alive and in shape to produce. You may have a moral responsibility to help provide that to others. But, yeah, this is, this is the sort, again, the sort of thing Democrats say to people who just don't critically think that much. The gaslighting continues, by the way. Uh, not only is the uh, president not responsible for gas prices unless he's to be thanked for them. Uh, what caused the recession? This came out in Fortune magazine this past week. Maybe it's you and how grumpy you are about the economy. That's right. Angry peasant, if you were just kept your attitude straight, we wouldn't have a recession. It's got nothing to do with printing money uh, at the greatest rate in all of human history. None of that. Nothing about, about pouring money at, at, a, at a scarce market. No, it's your attitude. This is if if this government were a spouse, they'd be charged with domestic abuse. Thanks for tuning in, Jack Tom Zach. Up next, God bless you all. God bless America. It's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. In just 10 minutes, I can zip through 10 stories that matter, 10 stories that help me start my day and help shape where I go with The Mike Gallagher Show. You and I know the mainstream media is filling the airwaves with a left-wing take on the news of the day. This is 60 Minutes, and we can't put on things we can't verify. We won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. It's critical to find a news source that tells the truth. Well, that's Daybreak Insider. Daybreak Insider is that source. I get it in my mailbox every day. It helps shape the stories I bring to you. It's a look at today's most compelling stories, how they are covered by the media, and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily. And it's available to you at no cost. Go to daybreakinsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's daybreakinsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's daybreakinsider.com. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. 
The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack Barbecue, oh, 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 yeah. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted each year, leading to injuries and death. They know that if someone doesn't lawfully comply or resists, force may have to be used to obtain compliance. Nobody likes it, especially police. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Don't argue, resist, or flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now. Complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. Learn more at nationalpolice.org. AM 1280, The Patriot. 